This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Welcome oh, to the, the Cinevals. Today, pre- previously on the Cinevals, um, we talked about doing Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. That's right. And today on the Cinevals, we're doing it. That's right. We're, we were prophets. We were following through on our prediction. Yes. Nostradamus. Yes. Nostradamus, hot take. Val Kilmer is Nostradamus. It's a biopic Ooh. on history's most infamous. Dude. Dude. Have you? I I feel like Val Kilmer has played Nostradamus. <laughs> wait. Okay. What has are you? He? I don't know. Look I don't think wall. so. Uh, okay. You wait. Describe to me. Now, are you picturing <laughs> a spe- is like, like, is it Val in a particular outfit you're picturing or like a movie poster? No, it is, uh, it is Val Kilmer's name beside Nostradamus. And I am pretty oh. sure I had a dream. I'm pretty sure this isn't true. Uh, the closest, the closest I'm finding on the filmography would probably be a character named Warren Bloodworth, <laughs> or a character which is a, named which Angel. is an anagram for uh, Nostradamus. <gasps> oh wait, it wait. Where, what? What are you pointing to? Delgo. Bogo. Oh, he does. Oh, gross. Uh, he's in a movie called Delgo that I unfortunately have seen the trailer to recently. It's mm-hmm. god awful. Um, and he plays a character named Bogardus, okay. which kind of sounds like Nostradamus. Yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe that's what you're thinking of. You're thinking of when I saw the trailer for Delgo. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's how synced up we are. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Uh. <laughs> well, welcome to today's discussion of Kiss Kiss. Bang, bang. Yay! Bang bang, kiss kiss. <laughs> I just didn't want us to get copyright infringement for of that course. Nancy announcer song. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a 2005 movie. Yeah, he's hot off of uh, the Spartan mm-hmm. and Alexander. Yep, mm-hmm. this is sort of the Valisance. It is. It is. It's a moderate Valisance, and this movie, yeah. as we'll talk about very soon, is like. Is as hot as it was gonna get. Totally. If this mm-hmm. if this was uh, his uh, weak selling turnips, it would be a small spike. That's right. Do you think Val Kilmer plays Animal Crossing? I can only hope. Great. Um, Val, tell us your turnip prices. How's it going on your island? Yeah. Can we come visit? I bet it's awesome. And speaking of, we have uh, Animal Crossing <laughs> fan. Brayden Griffiths. Brayden Griffiths. Welcome back, Brayden. Welcome back. Thank you. Back by very popular demand. Yeah, yep. I'm just happy mm-hmm. to be here. Yeah. Good. Thanks. We're... Thanks for all the popular demand, everyone. <laughs> uh, we also have producer Greg in the house. Hello, everybody. Um, Greg's a big fan of this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of this movie. I love it. Greg, yeah. you recently did a compendium of top 25 movies of the 2000s. We. We. Oui. And where did uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang rank? It didn't make it. However, um, it was on there for quite a while. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember in one of my drafts of the list, gotta have drafts. um, Of course. It was. It was on. Yeah, sunshine. Um, It was like number twenty four or twenty three, and Spartan was number twenty two, and I eventually settled on. I was like, oh, I only really want to have one Val Kilmer movie on the on the list of the decade. What? Oh, why? Why? Because what? I, well, I made myself I made myself I made myself a bunch of rules. One of them was I didn't want to oversaturate, but Ooh. I ended up doing that with Heath Ledger. Anyway, Ooh. I had three Heath Ledger movies on my. Can, it, can I guess what they are? Yeah. yeah. Can I guess yeah, as go well? Ahead. Go ahead. Night, Night's Tale. A Night's Tale three times. <laughs> a Night's nice Tale. Dark, a Dark Night's Tale. Yeah, a Dark Night's Tale. And. <laughs> 10 Things I Hate About You? That was 1999. Damn. Oh. Yeah. What's the other one? Brokeback Mountain. Oh, oh yes, of, yes course. of course. I forget he's in that movie because he's acting. He's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> he's good at 
looking like a human. He's so just, good. Yeah. At, he's so good at bottling everything in that yeah. movie. <laughs> uh, that is a movie that I very much loved, but I don't know if I would be able to watch it again. Yeah, it's yeah, it's the soundtrack for that movie is. <laughs> oh, it's heart-wrenching and beautiful. And also, any uh, for our listeners outside of the province, it was shot uh, in southern Alberta. So it's a yeah. fun personal connection uh, to everybody in the room here. Heck I've yeah. never seen it. <gasps> really? What? Gasp. Okay, yeah, I would watch I've it again if you were reveal. in the room. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. we got to watch it. It's yeah. so good. I tried to go to that movie in Fort McMurray with a fella named Gilly Yura. We were doing a residency. We were teaching in a school in Fort McMurray. Mm-hmm. We went, and the projector broke <gasps> before the movie started. It we broke could not back? go. We were the only yeah, it broke back. But we didn't wow. it just broke. We didn't get the back thing. There's a spider on the wall. Oh. Much big, like it's very small. It's <gasps> much smaller than the spider that was on Michelle Monaghan's breast in this scene in this movie. Brayden, you've seen this film before? Uh, no, okay, so I'm uh, now thinking I haven't seen the film, and I think ooh. I know which film I thought it was. Which one was one? Um, Greg, I'm going to turn to you for the title of this, or maybe, but like Sam Rockwell, George Clooney did a movie? Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I oh, yeah. thought it was that movie. Okay, is that I, the one about the date, uh, blind date guy? No. It's the, the about, gong um, show guy. It's, the yeah, show the guy. gong show ah, guy. That's it. Um, uh, the dating Chuck. game. Dating game, that's the one. They yeah. did Chuck Barris. Chuck Barris, and they did like a bunch of like cool like the sets would change like in the yeah. frame. It was okay. really neat. Yeah, it was really cool. I like I that movie a lot. I kept expecting Sam Rockwell to show up in this movie. I right. think I said earlier in the day, oh, uh-huh. yeah, Sam Rockwell. But oh, I yeah. often talk about Sam Rockwell, so it maybe didn't seem unusual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think I just scrolled it away. So I don't think I have seen this movie. Okay, so this was your now. first watch. This is oh, it. Okay, this is interesting. It. And Allie, you had seen the movie before. I a had long time seen ago. it before. I think I probably saw it when it first came out. Mm. Um, maybe a couple years afterwards. Right. Because I think when it first came out, I wasn't old enough to see it in theaters Mm -hmm. because I'm so youthful. Mm -hmm. Um, And the movie is rated R. Yes, it's rated R Mm -hmm. um, because there are boobs in it. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, so I think I saw it around the time that it came out and all I remember was uh, from it was that Robert Downey Jr. got, uh, it was like really exciting that he might be in this movie and they took him to LA only to reveal that it was all a ploy. And I remember mm-hmm. being really sad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's all I remember. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't even remember Val Kilmer's character. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And Greg, obviously you've seen the movie before. Yeah, I, I saw it a, a bunch of times when I was in high school, surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> Because it's like it's it's a neo. But it was noir. rated R, Greg. No, I know, I know, I know. I was a bad kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you uh, if you if you looked up "dangerous" in the dictionary, you'd find my not me a picture of the uh, fuck. I fucked up the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, no, I've seen this movie a bunch of times. I really remember loving. Um, it was mostly the dynamic between uh, Downey and Kilmer that really stuck with me, and the fact that Kilmer just just absolutely owns him all the yeah. time. And um, also, it was one of the times where I was like, "This Robert Downey Jr. kid, he's going places." Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like, it might have been like maybe the second movie I'd ever seen him in, yeah. because he was so drugged up for so long um i think the first movie i saw him in was u.s marshals oh it's with no. tommy lee jones the very same oh. um and uh, he never showed up in a movie for me really until until this one and i was like i gotta see this guy um mostly because he's just incredible at playing the at playing those wordless moments like he's really great with like snappy dialogue and everything but he's also extremely great at just reacting which is one of my mm. he's just mm-hmm. so good at it and yeah that's me nice. great yeah. uh, a little more context for this movie so it came out in 2005 it was written and directed by shane black a little bit more about him after uh, and it stars robert Downey jr val kilmer michelle monaghan and corbin burnt burnson where where is that guy from the mole like, okay that Who show the mole Oh. oh, was he 
Dexter. 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 Yes. Dexler. He was the. He was Dexler. the movie he was the mobile. villain spoiler villain. alert yes uh and the script is partially based on the brett halliday novel bodies are where you find them mm. which i took a peek at that and so brett halliday is actually the pen name for another guy named uh, shane black <gasps> named shane black oh it's a snake eating its own tail um shane black is an ageless being it's like yeah. that William Goldman thing with the Princess Bride by oh, S. Yeah. S. Morgenstern. Oh, is yeah, this... S. Morgenstern. Oh, S. that's Morgenstern. good. Yes. Uh, but that it's... was a really good Peter Falk. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. It's really going to bring people in from the Falk cast. Yeah, from Peter... the Falk cast? Yeah. <laughs> Lazy Eyes Falk with Fest. Falk. Yeah. Um, so Brett Halliday uh, was the pen name of Davis Dresser, who was an American mystery and Western writer who died in 1977. Sorry, um, can we just take a pause and appreciate Falk Fest? That's right. I just kind of blew that by. <laughs> Look, that's funny. Thank Thank you. <laughs> I take requests <laughs> for pun names. <laughs> um, and I'm hoping someone will write in with a compendium of all of our other fake podcasts oh, yeah. that oh, we yeah. list during this podcast, and we'll choose the best one to do. Yeah, I I really like Tommy Lee Jones. We mentioned him earlier. What mm-hmm. would you call the Tommy Lee Jones podcast? Jones in, yeah, oh, Tommy yeah. Lee. Oh, it's right yeah. there. Or Sorry, Sorry TLJ. Uh, Total loves. Jay. <laughs> Total loves Jay. Love it. Oh, um, God. So Davis Dresser uh, was this guy who had like 10 pen names. Asa Baker, Matthew Blood, Catherine Culver, Don Davis, help. It, like it goes on. Um, so this guy had a ton of different pen names and just wrote like as a day job, basically. Mm. So he wrote a ton of like pulp stuff. Um basically exactly like the the fake pulp novels that are in the movie um and so this particular story that the movie is based on was from 1941 loosely Whoa. based on okay so it would be like classic noir whatever whatever that's fun in 1941 and i wonder i wonder upon like reading that how what is different what is <laughs> if anything is retained i don't know yeah i uh i don't know i am not familiar with the film i mean obviously I would assume a lot of things would have to be updated, but I think like, obviously I think the, the daughter switching aspect of it feels like a forties thing. Mm-hmm. Cause like, it's just easier yeah. to commit crimes totally. And even in the past, even the notion that like the daughter, so the, a part of the plot of the movie is that the, this big like movie studio actor guy, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Dexter, um, has a daughter who he was estranged mm-hmm. from, who lived in Paris for ten years, yeah. and then she's recently come back, and they've had this big like um, reunion, mm-hmm. um, and she's no longer suing him. She was suing him over like his, her mother's estate because she'd passed away or something like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we there's revealed there's a daughter switch, and that was actually like a decoy all along. And the whole fact of even like the daughter living in Paris for 10 years seems like a thing from the 1940s. Yeah. Like people live in other places, but it's, there's something about it that seems uniquely like yeah, something that would happen in the 40s. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Shane Black also said that the the like style of the movie was ultimately influenced by a lot of Raymond Chandler mm. Mm. novels. Mm-hmm. So, that makes sense. Yeah, so kiss, kiss, bang, 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 bang. Uh, cool. Yeah. What everyone's pen names be? Ooh. <laughs> Alec- oh, I- actually, I have an answer for this. So there was like a um. Russian theater designer in like the 1900s named Alexandra Exter. Ooh. And it's spelt like Exeter, but it's pronounced like Exter. And so cool. I think it would be that, but with like an X. And it would be AX would be my fake signature. That's cool. Yeah. That's so funny. Mine has X in it as well. Oh, yeah. I had to write a monologue <laughs> in high school, or I didn't have to. I was supposed to choose a monologue, but I didn't want to choose one. So I wrote one and I put a different name on it. And it was Taylor X Stone Granite, which is the dumbest <laughs> pen name. They knew. They all knew. And legitimately, it started with, oh, didn't see you there. <laughs> which this, all great monologues. Is it still there. around? Yeah, do you have this? Oh, it's probably so on, on old Griffith's computer. Mm. I think it might be It might be gone. 
It might be gone. Mm, I could hunt sad. for it, but it might be gone. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. Pen names. Allie, your pen name? Uh, D.R. Acula. <laughs> <laughs> and what genre would you write? Uh, sci-fi. Great. <laughs> great. Great, great, great. Yeah. Yeah. Gregory? Michael Phelps. <laughs> <laughs> I had the longest to think yeah. about it. It's not nice. fair. That's good. <laughs> Cut to someone at, at fucking chapters, and they're like, oh, and he writes books? Oh, this guy can do anything. Wow. Buys all. And it's like, and like, I really lead into it. Like, my book is called, like, My Journey. <laughs> <laughs> From... From the community center to the Olympic stage. Like, that's, like, the legit subtitle of it. Um, But it's just a pen name. That's not what it's about. That's funny. That's amazing. Can we troll Michael Phelps? I think so. That guy's got enough gold medals. Yeah. Come on. Doesn't he have, like, 23? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. 21, 23. We were Joe Wixing the other day, and there was a Michael Phelps question. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Who has the most gold medals? Oh, God. Yeah, for sure. It helps for sure. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Great. Allie, what did you think of this movie? Um, hmm. I I thought the performances were all really good. Mm -hmm. I thought a lot of it was really funny. Um, I think there's some stuff that just doesn't age very well. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of um, homophobia in it, and there's a lot of, like, misogyny um, Mm -hmm. that doesn't... It doesn't land very well. And I, mm-hmm. I liken it to... So we've been watching a lot of South Park lately. And I think it's from around this era. And they're just like the language... And I guess, you know, it's South Park. So, like, the language is always going to be crass. But, like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of... Um, yeah, there's a lot of, like, slurs that are not... Um, mm-hmm. that That don't land mm-hmm. in the same way. Mm-hmm. Which is good. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but yeah, so like there's some aspects of South Park that just have aged really poorly. And I think it's it's similar. There are similar things that have aged poorly about um, this movie. Mm. Yeah. So overall, like well performed and it's a f- and it's like a fun mystery. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, yeah. there's some really neat um, the intro to this movie like the the opening mm. credits are fantastic oh like yeah like they set the tone really oh well oh my god yeah um as the first scene does as well but like even the opening credits are just like they're really fun yeah they're like a sexy james bond opening mm-hmm. absolutely um yeah and like the the setup of the movie is uh i think when we started watching it greg you said something like it comes at you fast and quick so just <laughs> it's loose and it's fast and fast, loose fast and loose fast and loose and we already started rewinding to hear all, the, all the quips. Well, my whole thing is like, there's a reason why Shane Black directs Iron Man three. Yeah. Later, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because he and Downey Jr. just click mm-hmm. on that on that level because he uh, he he channels. It feels like he channels all of his criminal instincts into just being a really good actor mm-hmm. now, which is really nice mm-hmm. um, for us. Because mm-hmm. I don't think he's given a bad performance since he's come back. No. Um, yeah. And, like, this movie is really the start of that um, in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, Shane Black, all of his movies, the good ones, really, mm-hmm. are the ones where you're just like, oh, if I miss something, I missed something That where he's trying to be clever. They don't, like, I think they land more often in The Nice Guys. I love mm. The Nice Guys so much. Um but I, but I, you can see what he's going for in this one, where it's just like rapid fire. If you're, mm, if mm-hmm. you blink and you and you miss a a, a fun quip, mm-hmm. that it reminds, sort of thing. It reminds me of Gilmore Girls, like <laughs> like where it's just fast, like it's just, mm, it, like yeah. it just goes so fast. The quips mm-hmm. back and forth. It's, I feel like it's less douchey Sorkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, true yeah. enough. True enough. Yeah. And he lets like Downey Jr. I think a lot of that is there's got to be improv takes in there. Like there's some stuff that is that feels off the cuff to me. Yeah, feels fast and feels loose. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he's very good at that. Yeah, they both like the director and star both are very good. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, did you guys notice like Val Kilmer's lines? All of them are like written. 
that yeah. are like, and he he performs them like he's still in Spartan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Like, like Robert Downey Jr.'s in a movie. Val Kilmer's in a mammoth play. Totally. Yeah. 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 But they work so well together. It's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like a really, it's a really great like comedy duo. Um, Vel is like effortly, effortlessly high status throughout the whole thing. Oh, dude. totally. And yeah, it could have been a series, yeah. like whether TV or if it was just like a film series. Yeah, which is a, tar- a charming buddy cop. Yeah, buddy PI. Yeah, yeah I really want to nice. see more of these two characters together. Like totally. every time they were on screen together, mm-hmm. that's the best part of the movie. Though Michelle Moynihan is Moynihan, Monahan. Monahan. Um, she's she's stone cold fantastic. Yeah, this. she's very like, good. She's really great. Why don't we mm-hmm. see her more? It's so yeah, strange. What happened to her? She's, she's in a she's in a show. Mission Impossible. Yeah. yeah. She's in a show on Netflix mm-hmm. called Messiah that apparently is very bad. Oh, oh no. no, Michelle. What's I like it you about? so much. Um, it's, I guess it's about uh, someone who shows up in the Middle East claiming to be Jesus. Is it oh. set today? Yep. Mm. It's a very intriguing premise. Yeah. That's a good elevator yeah. pitch. Yeah. Does he have powers? I only watched the first episode, and then I read the review, and apparently it's very slow. Does he turn yeah. anything into wine? I mean, you probably should have done that in the first episode. That's your yeah. book. Yeah. Totally. That's, yeah. I got I turnips to sell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, actually. So the title, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, was suggested to Shane Black by Val Kilmer. Oh man! What? Yeah, what the original Mallory. Yeah, the original titles were L A P I, and then just bang. Um, <laughs> but Val Kilmer suggested director Shane Black that "Kiss Kiss Bang Bang" would have more appeal. The phrase "Kiss Kiss Bang Bang" appeared in the 1960s as an overseas slang for spy movies, especially James Bond. Oh, that's fun! Yeah, cool. Yeah, bang's pretty fact. good. Bang. bang! It's also the name of a fragrance for men by uh, Marc Jacobs. Bang! Yeah. It used to, which there's like a, a joke in like original advertising. They, so some kind of like story where like they messed up and the ads, instead of saying Marc Jacobs, bang! It just said, bang Marc Jacobs! <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, and the model for the ads for those ones instead of like Dakota Fanning is just Marc Jacobs naked. So he oh, was like, yeah. oh wait, oh we've, We've messed this up. We've you've got to rearrange it. I mean, both are good. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it exclamation point? Oh yes. Okay, good. It oh, wasn't yeah. just bang. Yeah. Bang. Bang. bang yes. Mark Jacobs. Yes. <laughs> uh, other fun fact: uh, Robert Downey Jr. does consider uh, this role as Harry Lockhart his calling card to playing Tony Stark. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, while well, preparing to make Iron Man, Danny Jr.'s performance inspired director John Favreau to cast him in the title role, which hmm. is fun. Yeah. When did Iron Man come out? 2008. Oh, shit. Oh. May 2008, the world changed. When yeah. was Downey Jr.'s, like, when was the drug-addled phase? Like, where he was un- he was uninsurable, you couldn't 90s? have him on movies? It was, like... it was in the late 90s, like, he was, like... Throughout the 90s, a lot right. of it. And then U.S. Marshals, he does that. And then something bad. Like, he goes to prison. Yeah. Um, he does a year on Ally McBeal, gets fired for all of the intoxication and drug use. Whoa. Wins a Golden Globe for it. I think goes to jail. Becomes yeah. unemployable. And then he comes out and does the singing detective Gothica and this movie. Um mm. All on writers, like all on people taking a shot mm-hmm. on him. Mm-hmm. Um, then Favreau gets that. Mm-hmm. Then, like, at, in the same year, Tropic Thunder comes out and he gets nominated for an Oscar. And oh. it's like Downey Jr.'s back. <laughs> and the next year that comes out, um, Sherlock Holmes comes out and he wins another Golden Globe. And it's like, oh, he's he's back. He's back now. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Now he's what, what, the biggest his... movie star. Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. his drug of choice? I think it was heroin. Mm. Oh yikes, wow. that's a dark one. I, I I I might be speaking out of turn on that, but it, it like I know it was a I know it was a bad one. Um, and a lot of booze. Like yeah, mm. wow yeah. It's uh, inspirational. He pulled himself out of the dark hole there. Yeah, much Good like room. Mike. The situation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so similar. I bet they would have. I bet they would get along. 
Yeah. I think. I think they would have good conversations. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to meet Mike this situation. No. Well, no. He's, he was in jail in the episode you watched. That's Brayden true. Brayden watched his first episode <laughs> of Jersey Shore. Family Vacation? Family Vacation. Have you not watched any of the original? No, I've seen, not, I've never seen a Snooki uh, until, <laughs> until yesterday. I saw my first Snooki yesterday. Yep. And actually, I was drawn into the show much more than I thought I would. Mm. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's more, uh, well, I guess, hmm. I remember watching it when I was younger during the first incarnation of Jersey Shore and like being really like, wow, this is wild. And then now I'm like thinking back, I'm like, I have no interest in watching original Jersey Shore, but I'm interested in what's happening now. And I'm wondering Mm -hmm. if it's because like I'm the same age as them and Mm -hmm. I just relate more to it. I was I was impressed with how much money they had, but then I was like judgmental yeah. of the choices they were making. Oh yeah, and then I found a lot of it very funny. Mm-hmm. But um, but as a vet, I was interested to know that they were the same age. Yeah, um, <laughs> and going, if how would I feel if my life was like that? I'd like the money, but I don't need that many boxes of wine. No. <laughs> also, I think I value my privacy. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think I would get tired of having to make like Instagram my job. Yeah. Yeah. Every single day. Oh, I don't want yeah. that. Yeah. It's no. a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like having your kids on camera all the time with you. That's kind of yeah. weird. Yeah. Hmm. Um, does ever, anyone have the most attractive Val Kilmer moment? Ooh. Mm. I do like his sideburns in this. Mm, yeah. They're strong. Yeah. I can take this one first if. Yeah. Um, please. There's that moment where. Um, he 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 tells Danny Jr. that he's been just shipped out here because Colin Farrell wants mm. too much money. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, I understand if you want to take a swing at me. And then he punches him in the face. And the moment when he's like, when he knocks his sunglasses off and Val Kilmer's like, pick those up. And he doesn't do it. <laughs> he's like, pick them up. And then he does it. Like, that's... Yeah. Ooh, because <laughs> yeah. like, there's this wide shot. And I mentioned this during the watch. Downey Jr. almost never appears on screen as his actual height mm. and size because he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a movie star, you need to be a little taller yeah. in those two shots, right? But in this, he looks like Luke Skywalker against Darth Vader at the end of Empire. <laughs> it's absurd how much bigger Val Kilmer is in yeah. that shot. Yeah. And it's very hot. Yeah. <laughs> He's very broad in this, but like he's getting mm-hmm. like, because, okay, yeah. so Ghost in the Darkness was the last one that I watched. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he was quite, he was still sort of slight and muscular. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. was very, he was like, he had a swimmer's body like Michael Phelps. Yes. Um, and now he's like, he's becoming the more barrel chested Val Kilmer that, yeah. mm-hmm. that the modern era knows him as. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or at least I guess that would be the silver era. Now modern era is a different Val Kilmer altogether. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, interesting. Mine, uh, sort of similar to Greg's. Mine is uh, like a Downey Jr. Kilmer combo of um, it's when he's like after they they have the first night where they found the body in the car. They've gone out for the original adventure. Blah blah blah. So um, Val Kilmer is driving Robert Downey Jr. back to his hotel, and he drops him off in the car. And just the the things he keeps saying about where like Robert Downey Jr. keeps bu- bugging him, and Val Kilmer's like. No, I don't care. Vanish. Go. And there's just the line where where Robert Downey Jr. says something. I know I'm like, are you going to, can we phone so-and-so? And he just says, die. <laughs> and it's just, it's the way he says it. It's so cool. He has He's effortlessly so powerful. Yeah. It's so good. Just everything he's doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think for me... It's like the very end when you when it's like revealed that he's still alive oh. and he's like in the he's in the wheelchair at the hospital and for some reason he has this like black silk robe oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and like this pristine white turtleneck so like he either had someone bring him clothes or like just had cuz like they're not hosp- there's no hospital that provided a black silk robe yeah for this patient. <laughs> and I think it's very funny. And it's also like, I'm so relieved that he's alive. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, he's he's okay. So yeah, I think that. And a special mention uh, to when, he's, when he comes out of the lake and he just like gets the body out of the lake mm-hmm. and you don't, you only see it from Robert Downey Jr.'s perspective. Um, I just think it's so funny. 
<laughs> yeah. And it's so good. Um, yeah. That's nice. it. Brayden? Uh, most attractive Val Kilmer. I liked the quip at the beginning that we had to rewind, and I've been sitting here trying to remember what the quip was. It was like, oh, uh, were you talking about me? And ta- uh, talking money. Oh, are we talking, talking monkey? About <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, talking monkey. It's from yeah. the future. He only says ficus. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> I'm going to say that's the most attractive Val Kilmer mm. moment because it was my favorite quip in the whole movie. Oh, I liked, yeah. I liked that quip a lot. It's and really I loved funny. Val Kilmer in this. He's so good. Because I don't have a ton of Val Kilmer context. Mm-hmm. I also love The Saint. I mm. think The Saint mm-hmm. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But like as we talked about Excuse me. On um, uh, as we talked about on Ghost in the Darkness, like I remember, I remember um, uh, Batman Forever. I remember Willow, but there's not a lot of other context for Val Kilmer for mm-hmm. me. And I was like, oh, I get it. This guy was like, he was a he was a real star. Like yeah. he's great in this. He's great, really great, good. great. I I I have to say, I don't know if I've ever seen like a bad performance from him. No, no. Um, he's been in bad movies, but I mean, similarly to like Nick Cage. Oh, oh, hundred percent. There have been, he's been in bad movies and he's given wild performances, but I don't think I've ever seen like a bad performance. No. And I think he makes movies better like Nick Cage. Like Mandy is a totally different film without Nick Cage. Yeah. I think that central performance electrifies that movie. Totally. I mean, the direction's really cool in that movie. Yeah, Don't get me yeah. wrong. I think it's awesome and it's yeah. visually very neat. But Val Kilmer, like, even this movie, which is a passable movie with some dated jokes. Yeah. Like, some dated jokes and some dated, like, plot stuff. Yeah. He makes this movie better. Yeah. Like, much better. Totally. Um, yeah. And him and uh, Robert Downey Jr. have such great chemistry. Oh, and sparkly. It's so, yeah. 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 They 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 play off each other because uh, Greg, you, I think you nailed it. Like Val is doing a play, and Robert Downey <laughs> Jr. is kind of like this, like he's this chaotic neutral. Or, he's playing jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's playing <laughs> jazz, and Val's like sticking to the script, and it's it just it's really lovely together. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. great. Um, I want to something that 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 I like doing is um, short lists for um, Oscars in the past, mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. thinking about it retrospectively i definitely think he should have been nominated for maybe three throughout Mm, his mm. his his career can i guess what they are please spartan no oh the doors Heat. yes the doors yes heat no what the saint no (laughs) all right well we don't know you at all uh Uh, alexander no tombstone oh yeah 100 um I think he should have a lead acting nomination for The Doors, a supporting actor nomination for Tombstone, and for this movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of what you're all saying, he makes it so. He he makes a, he makes so much of the unpalatable stuff now more palatable because he's just completely in charge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he plays it so completely in charge that it's. I just want to go through some of the 2005 nominees for supporting actor that that year and see who you would take out and who I already know who I would take out. I want to know who you guys would take out. Um, Thomas Hayden church for sideways Morgan Freeman for million dollar baby, who would be the eventual winner. Jamie Foxx for collateral Clive Owen for closer and Alan Alda for the aviator. I personally think all of these could be switched out. I haven't seen any of those movies except for The Aviator. Remind me what Closer is. Remind me about that one. the play. Oh, yes. Right, right, right. Yes, absolutely. Okay, I know it 100%. Yeah, none of those are like... They're all fine. They're all fine. They're fine. Sideways isn't that good. No, it's not. People really, really blew sideways, and it was... Fine. Fine. It's not the most effective way to blow. <laughs> exactly. Tell the movie that. Exactly. You only got one shot. Don't miss yeah. your chance to have mom's spaghettis. <laughs> Mine's all in all though. I would take him out. From the aviator? Yeah. I don't remember him in it. I don't at remember all. him either. I was either. thinking about Alan Arkin. I'm like, Alan Arkin's not the aviator. <laughs> the aviator. <laughs> I don't remember him at all. I don't remember. I Thomas Hayden Church, I remember. Morgan Freeman, I remember. What were the other two? 
The other two were Jamie Foxx. He wins that year for Ray. Oh, oh yeah, I do yeah. like Collateral. Not yeah, to I do too. talk about Tom Cruise movies on the oh, podcast yeah. again, but I do like Collateral. <laughs> oh! Yeah, sorry, just giving me a little bit of radio feedback. Oh, like, Collateral, like Tom Cruise's hair in that movie should have won the Oscar that year. Mm. Um, but Is that where he's blonde? He's got like gray. He's got like, he's Ooh. done it like in a shock of gray, yeah. and it's like it's it's up high. Hell Looks yeah. great. Looks great. The other one was Clive Owen. Clive Owen. Hmm. I think Clive's fine in that movie. Yeah, he's fine. He's oh, fine. Alan he's fine. Ar- yeah, I'll say Alan Arkin. Yeah. Alan Alda. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I say put Alan Arkin in. Take Alan Alda. Yeah. You tall bastard. <laughs> I love an Alda. I love an Alda, but yeah. What does that do for him? What does that do for his uh, valisance that he's clearly trying to transition into a different type of character that he's playing? Like, if he gets an an acting nomination, a very unlikely one for Spartan, but if he does for that, or one for this, how does that change his later career? Oh, yeah. Really? Because what's... Okay, now, maybe we talked about this on Ghost of... Ghost and... Ghost... Uh, ghost of darkness, ghost in the darkness, ghost, ghost and, and the darkness. Because there's two. Oh yeah, because there's two lions. There's two lions. One's name is ghost. One's name is darkness. Right. He's never been nominated, right? No. Wow, that's a bit of a crime. Like, yeah. Tombstone is he. That performance is a stone cold classic. I'm you guys are gonna to watch love it. it. Yeah. You guys are gonna love it. It looks fun. It, it, and I don't remember anything about the movie Tombstone, but I do remember everything about Val Kilmer. Um, so I have a paragraph here from uh, I'm Your Huckleberry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val's memoir. Val's memoir. Mm-hmm. Available um, at fine booksellers across the yes. world. Use uh, promo code CineVals mm-hmm. for 0% off your purchase. That's right. Um, <laughs> he, he only writes a couple pages about uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, but there's a paragraph that's really fun about uh, how, when he is uh, about him and Robert Downey Jr., so I'll read it. Oh, mm. The first day of rehearsal, I introduced myself properly to Robert. We riffed and then rehearsed, but I could never stop laughing, even when we started shooting. I've never been so unprofessional. I've never ruined so many takes in my life as I did on that film, just because I couldn't stop laughing. Robert was a lightning fast off the wall wit. We had great flow. Ever since I sat in awe of the Kentucky Fried movie as a kid, I've understood comic rapport is one of the greatest joys an actor can experience. Robert facilitated that experience for me in remarkable fashion. He's an actor with the sensitivity of an artist and the mind of an academic. Wow. So nice. That is so nice. That's great. Valerie. So full disclosure, I find, I've listened to a few paragraphs from this book and I find Val Kilmer quite tiring. Like I find, like when he, when he gets on a tirade, I find him, but that's like, that's the Val I want to see. Yeah. Because I think that Val's in there and that's so lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. That's nice. He doesn't. Does he talk about many actors that way? You've no. Um, from what I've read, from what I've read in the book, that's like that's a massive, genuine compliment. Yeah. 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 He really lays it out, and I don't mean to say no. Like he shits on everybody constantly, but like he tells it like it is in mm-hmm. his autobiography. Mm-hmm. So he's not trying to. He's not trying to sugarcoat anything in terms yeah. of like you know what I am gonna be. I'm gonna put a positive spin on this person even though I have some he's like no here's here's my thoughts yeah so which I appreciate as totally. a reader who that's loves that's why we bought the book dish yeah 100% Hell yeah. so yeah yeah that's really nice to hear and it and they're and it totally shows on, mm-hmm. oh, on yeah. the screen mm-hmm. uh, it was either that or they like vehemently hated each other yeah. and that would show as well like that would work the same way totally but I think it, yeah. like dirty dancing yes yes Squeezy. Yeah. so great <sighs> So hot. If there's anything media has taught me, it is that romance is antagonistic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <It> sure is. <sighs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ali, do you want to unveil our, our our new ranking? Yes. Ooh, okay. So um uh Kiss Kiss Bang Bang comes in at ba 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 with a bullet. So it uh it made our top ten. It has um, surpassed the Salton Sea, 
and also at first sight. So we were looking, we were looking at this, um, we were looking at this movie and we're thinking where to put it. And then it was hovering around this area and Camille and I both, um, felt the same way about the Salton Sea and at first sight. And if we're going by, I would rather watch that again. Mm-hmm. I would rather watch At First Sight before The Salton Sea. So At First Sight is now number 10. The Salton Sea is number 11. Mm-hmm. So just to go over the top 10. Number one, Spartan. Two, Heat. Followed by Top Secret, Batman Forever, Alexander, Mind Hunters, Bad Lieutenant, Deja Vu, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, and At First Sight. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. How do you feel about that, Greg? It's insane that Mind Hunters is, <laughs> is even in the top ten. It's wild to it's me. It's a Greg, fun movie. You say it like you haven't seen Mind Hunters, but I, I know have, you have. I have seen Mind That's Hunters. Crazy to me. He's in that movie for a minute. Yeah, but the rest of the movie is so fun, it makes up for it. It's true. Also, he's not really in Bad Lieutenant either. No, he's not, and I'm I'm surprised that that's in there too. Really? No, Nick Cage is in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really good. It's mm. a great film. It's a genuine... Bad Lieutenant is a Werner Herzog film starring Nick Cage. It should be in any top, top ten list. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. It's Truly. insane. I really liked you as you were putting it on the list. You talked about the Willow line. Oh. <laughs> What's the Willow line? It's like it's definitely above Willow. Yeah, it's it, there's just like a hard like like Ali said like we were looking at it and there was that minor swap that we had between Salt and Sea and at first sight, but there is like a hard line at Willow. Totally, and I think here's what here's what it is. I think for me. Above Willow, all those movies are movies that I'd be like, yeah, I'll watch that again. Mm-hmm. And then below that are movies that I'd be like, uh, I don't know if I'd watch that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and Willow really is like the barrier, the barrier film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right above Willow is Real Genius, which is like, that's fun. I'd watch that again. Mm-hmm. And right below Willow is Top Gun. Top Gun. I'd rather just listen to the soundtrack. Yeah, same. Or like just watch the beach volleyball scene. Absolutely. And Willow <laughs> is just underneath like halfway. Yeah. Halfway down the list. So yeah. it's an interesting dividing line. Mm-hmm. I love that you're going to call it the Willow line. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Is that it. That's yep. great. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what would you guys rate this movie? Mm, I would rate this movie uh Four spiders out of six spiders. Mm, nice. Four spiders out of six bras. <laughs> I would give it three d- drawings of gutto cat mm-hmm. <laughs> at a diner out of a potential six fake daughters Parisian birthdays. Ooh. Yeah. I would give it. Four dear ladies in a glass aquarium out of... <laughs> do you remember that part? Yeah, it was a great part. It was a great part. Uh, out of um, five, yeah, cracked sunglasses. Nice. Mm. Um, I would give it... I would also give it four... Four fish head-sucking bears out of, <laughs> out of five cut-off ring fingers. Oh god. oh god, I forgot oh, about that. Yeah, there's the whole finger <laughs> subplot. It's one of my favorite things about the movie, uh, is that he gets punished so much. Totally. And if there's some so uh we've all been recently watching various franchises, and we watched The Fast and the Furious, and something that I really appreciate about actors it is being willing to be the butt of the joke. Or, like, mm-hmm. being willing to, like, fail at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, because Vin Diesel doesn't have that. And it's to a detriment of the entire series. Mm-hmm. And so I really love that with Robert Downey Jr. I think the fact that he's, like, he takes a beating. He's, like, mm-hmm. he's kind of, he's, he's the low status, like, you know, he's the August. Totally. Like, the first <laughs> scene that we see him at the Hollywood party, he is talking to random party guy and he's like let's take it outside and the other guy's like oh you want to take outside and he's like that's right I'm going to beat the shit out of you yeah. cut to Robert Downey Jr. getting his ass kicked yeah 
It's a great turn. Yeah. It's a great turn. And it, like, it fills that noir, like it fills such a great niche of that noir thing. Because I love neo-noir. Like I'm a really big fan. Um, and like the lower status detective is a really interesting, mm. as opposed to the Humphrey Bogarts who are like cool as a cucumber or the, um, yeah, like just like a Dashiell Hammett lead mm -hmm. is like, I liked the, the lower class gets punched in the face a lot. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That's kind of a calling card of, of this kind of a, of, of a film. And it's something that Shane Black does a lot in his movies. Um, do you have his filmography up? I do. Yeah, because I'd, I'd love to, to talk more about that because I just mentioned Iron Man 3, but he has an entire career in Hollywood where he shows up, makes a big splash, gets exiled, and then comes back. <laughs> oh, man. And then he's getting exiled again, which is... Ah. Right now? Yeah. Ooh. If, if, if his... Uh, if this was a week in turnip sales, it would be a fluctuating pattern. Oh, I don't like those fluctuating <laughs> patterns. So Shane Black has a is uh, has an interesting career because he's oft times a writer, and then Kiss Kiss Bang Bang I think is his first director turn. Oh. Um, so as a writer, he burst onto the scene at the age of twenty two with Lethal Weapon. Oh Bam. man! And then the Monster Squad. And then mm -hmm. he wrote the story for Lethal Weapon 2, but not the script. Mm -hmm. Then he wrote the uh, the script for The Last Boy Scout in 1991. And then you're gone, right? See ya. Yep. Or is they... it, did he, did he, all, he did The Last Boy Scout. Did he also do Last Action Hero? Yes. He did. Mm -hmm. Then you're gone. Mm -hmm. Oh, Last Action Hero's so great. Yeah. I agree, but people didn't at the time. Mm. I haven't seen it. Oh, he pops up again in 96 with The Long Kiss Goodbye. And then he's gone for a full decade until is. Kiss Kiss Whoa. Bang Bang. Wow. Yeah, and then he wrote, which he wrote and directed. Then he wrote a movie called A Wall. No nope. question mark. Mm. Uh, and then has since then he's written and directed Iron Man three in 2013, The Nice Guys in 2016, and The Predator in 2018. And you're gone. Oh no, that <laughs> Predator movie sucks. Yeah. That Predator movie sucks. That's too bad. No. Thanks for the laughs. You're gone. That's Shane. the one with the dog predators, right? Yeah. Oh. Dog predators. Yeah. Woof. Not well, I don't know, but Keegan Michael Key's in it, and he's bad. Oh. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's not a good movie. Everyone in that movie is very bad. Mm. That movie is very bad. Um, imagine a whole movie that was um, delivered by just the Robert Downey Jr. character. Yes. Like everyone right. everyone is quips. Robert Downey Jr., oh. and all of their dialogue is more equivalent to his narration, which I think is too clever by half mm. yes oh, agreed. i don't like it if i it yeah. bothered me i could have done without it mm -hmm. you don't need it no no and it it's it's one of those like it's excusing some of the shortcuts that the screenplay is taking yeah which is fine like okay but you don't have to mention it like it actually made it worse for me like it didn't yeah. excuse the things the shortcuts it, yeah. that the screenplay was yeah. taking it lampshades things that don't need to have a lampshade on them yeah mm. Mm -hmm. Like we're on, we're like, I'm on the movie's side in the f after the opening credits because they're amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, it doesn't need to have a voiceover. No. Sometimes, like, if it started and ended with one, sure, maybe. But I think most of the the stuff where he's like, "Hey, get out of the way of the camera," is too too clever by half. Like, mm -hmm. fourth wall breaking stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I don't know how he would make that work, but it it. it well, it was, it felt he, revolutionary like, at the time. Yeah, and at some point he uh, like pretends to talk to audience members. Um, oh, I don't remember that. Uh, he like says something about like, and uh, he's like, "And you stop, stop scratching that; it'll scar or something like yeah. that." Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Yes. Oh, when he talks to specific cities at one point, like doesn't he? Uh, he's, yeah. He like mentions yeah. audiences in specific cities liking a joke or disliking a joke. Oh, it's like for all of, for all of you in the Midwest. Yes. I'm sorry about all the fucks and. Mm -hmm. That's and actually the part I think works is the very end, the sign off. Because you can see them. Yeah. Mm hmm. And it's sort of cute. It's like a posh spice at the end of Spice World. They come back and they're talking to the. Yeah. It's very cute. And he's but, obviously riffing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But yeah, throughout the, I would have loved it if it was a like commentary, like as a commentary track. Yeah, if I was oh, like, oh, I, okay, sorry, yeah. if I like this movie <laughs> and I'm like, oh, there's a commentary by Robert Downey Jr. That sounds fun. 
Um, I like in that situation, I might mm. be okay with it, but it felt detrimental to the to the movie. Yeah, agreed. It was a layer it didn't need. Yeah, yeah. He kind of remakes this movie with nice guys in a weird way. In a in a way, yeah, he does. It's very similar. It's an it's a Los Angeles story. Yeah. Um, he's he's using Russell Crowe, who's like yeah. really weird in his late <laughs> career right now. Um, and um, he's also like. He he uses he uses Ryan Gosling who is who can channel Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> but doesn't a lot of the time. No, hmm. no. I my favorite. Uh, there's a Lotsy. There's like a. It's in the trailer. I think there's like a. <laughs> there's a Lotsy in a washroom of trying to hold a gun and trying to keep a door open and his pants oh. are down and he drops a cigarette and I'm just. It's brilliant. It's, it's a wonderful <laughs> Lotsy. It's so funny. Yeah, it's very very funny that movie. Sorry, only 50% of us have seen it. No, it's fine. We'll get to it with our um, Goose and Gosling cast. (laughs) Are you the Goose or the Gosling? I don't know. Are we both the Goose? Well, all Goslings are geese. But not all geese are Goslings. Mm -hmm. And birds can live anywhere. (laughs) Birds can live anywhere. Beautiful. On that end, does anyone have anything else to say about uh, Kiss Kiss? Bang Bang? Bang Bang. Good movie. Yeah. I like it. Great. I think we're very lucky to have this Val Kilmer performance. Yeah, it's so Mm. good. Yeah. Like, like very lucky. Yeah. And really, like, not to be a bummer, but looking at the IMDb Ultimate Filmography, it's kind of like the most recent, it's it's the most recent, like, featured role that he's had Ooh, boy. in a major movie. Now, that being said, m- our dude has done four other pa- like eight and a half by 10 printed out pages of credits between then and now, but they're largely MacGruber or a movie called Provinces of Night or things like that, which might be amazing indie gems. I'm mm-hmm. certain some of them are, um, but that's kind of his most recent, like, featured or main role or yeah. supporting role yeah what is the spoils of babylon sorry i'm just looking at the list oh that's where he plays nostradamus <laughs> <laughs> nice nice i don't know where nostradamus is from it's not babylon right he's he's not he's time traveling he's i assume greek in roman in our version, I think he's extra dimensional and he mm. shows up, uh, whatever, in every era. Yeah. <laughs> he ascends space and time. That's right. Him and Rasputin is different, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they might be the same person. Mm. That checks out. Yeah. One Great. has a Boney M song about them. Hell yeah. That's right. No, no, Nostradamus. Write in your favorite Nostradamus facts at thecinevals at gmail.com. Yeah. <laughs> Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.